Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey now. Hey now. And welcome back to the show where two childhood friends discuss their favourite childhood movies. I'm Emily Sandford. And I'm Barney Lee. And whether it's iconic lines, musical moments, or just questionable outfit choices, the films we'll be talking about on our show are unique in their own way. And this week, we'll be discussing... The, 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 the Grinch. Warning, this episode contains nostalgia and big love for Echoes. Hello. Hello. How are you? How are you? I asked you first. I asked you first. Hey Now, Hey Now is the best podcast. Hey Now, Hey Now sucks. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Who would ever say that? I mean, the Grinch, probably. Maybe. Sucks. (laughs) Go back to your lair. What a schlep to have to walk all the way up to that mountain again. Oh my god. Here's something I don't get. He has one bad experience when he's eight years old and he's like, okay, I'm just going to drop my life and move into a mountain. Like, really? That's where your mind goes? And also, why didn't anyone follow him? What about like his mum's? If I wanted to escape the town that I was living in, I'd go to like Palm Springs or something. (laughs) Well, bear in mind, he is living in a snowflake. Oh, yeah, this is <laughs> So, the, 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 the Grinch. I'm so excited to um, talk about this. I know. You know what? We are recording 1st of December, and that is when the film came out 21 years ago <gasps> to this day. Uh, yeah, I love this film so much. I remember renting it from Blockbuster and watching it with my sister and my dad, and us just, like, cracking up at some of the Grinch's monologues. Honestly, it's such a fan favourite. When I did a reviewing of this, my housemates were like, oh my God, the Grinch. And both of them (laughs) watched it with me. And it was so cute. Cute. Nice, wholesome activity. Right? It was like the end of November. First Christmas film of the year. Perfect. So the film was directed by Ron Howard, who you might know from a few different things. I know him as the narrator in Arrested Development, which is... Incidentally, where Jeffrey Tambor is from, who plays Mayor Augustus Mayhew in The Grinch. Right. So there's some connection there. Mm-hmm. We are blessed with the comedic stylings of Jim Carrey in this film. I mean, he really carries this film, doesn't he? Jim Scary. <laughs> I'm actually really scared of The Grinch. 
He makes me a bit nervous. Yeah, that smirk. Yeah, I, I absolutely get that. Like, he's creepy, but also really funny as well. So we all know that the writer of The Grinch is Dr. Zeus. Yes. But the person who Jim Carrey really needed to impress for this film, because obviously Dr. Zeus wasn't alive, mm. was Dr. Zeus's wife, Audrey. Right. And she was the one who was like, okay, if you guys do this film, the person you pick to be the Grinch or the cast in this have to be a stellar cast. Yeah, of course. So she went to meet Jim Carrey and he won her over. But he was filming another film at the time and he was in character, so he couldn't break it. But then he broke it for like 10 seconds and did like the Grinch smile. And she was like, <gasps> okay, that's, he, him. that's him. He's yeah. the Grinch. And yeah, so Audrey actually had a lot of influence on this film. So as well as Jim Carrey, we're introduced to Taylor Momsen, Aww. who plays Cindy Lou Who. She's so cute. She literally, when I was watching this, I was like, oh my God, it's like a young Emily. Like You literally look just like her. Aww. I mean, without maybe the like, fountain hairdo that's very cute she later became one of the leading rock singers of the 2010s she fronted the band the pretty reckless and she absolutely ditched the whole cindy lou who cute innocent persona when i think of taylor monson i think of gossip girl she is just jenny <laughs> cindy lou turned into jenny she's like where are you gossip girl <laughs> Why can't I find you? <laughs> You're not on the wide web. <laughs> we also have in this Christine Baranski. Yes. Uh, oh my legend. God. Has she, have you ever seen Christine Baranski in a film where she's not like an older woman? No. I've only seen her in like Chicago or Mamma Mia mm -hmm. where she just plays, you know, middle-aged woman yeah. very fancy rich woman yeah she just plays it so well she plays it so well and she's actually the only person in whoville out of like all the cast who they didn't do anything with her nose i always thought that they didn't give her character martha may a kind of traditional who knows because she was supposed to be seen as like the most attractive so maybe they tried to give mm. her the most human features yeah whereas everyone else has got that like mickey mouse schnoz schnoz yeah <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> Molly Shannon as Betty Lou Who, who plays um, Cindy's mother oh. and Martha's rival in the house lighting contest. I love that scene. Oh, hey, Martha May. Betty, hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how oh, easy would that be? Honestly, that machine is incredible. I am dreading putting the Christmas lights on my tree. Because it's just the worst job in the world, isn't I, it? I know. If the year before, you just throw them in the box. Mm -hmm. You've played yourself. But I found a fun tip. Instead of wrapping them round, you arrange them vertically. You kind of go up and down. <gasps> and go that way. It's much easier to kind of put on and take off. And also, like, the light distribution is even all the way around. Okay. I think it's great. We also have Kelly mm -hmm. playing Max the dog. Yes. Who's the Grinch's pet. Bryce Dallas Howard, who's Ron Howard's daughter, played one of the Who's in Whoville as a kind of extra. Really? And there's this one shot where you can see her. Wow. Ron Howard actually brought a lot of his family to be in this show. I feel like you would. If you had that power, then yeah, of course you'd bring your whole family into it. Well, it's the same as the director of The Princess Diaries. Like all of the cast are like yes. his family. Now, one person we do need to quickly shout out is Sir Anthony Hopkins, who recorded <gasps> all of the narration for the movie. Yeah. Um, and he did it all in one day. 
Wow. So that is why he's a sir. That reason alone? Yeah. Wow. Now, did you know that this film won the Oscar for Best Makeup and received nominations for Best Art Direction and Best Costume Design? Wow. Now, The Grinch also received nominations at the Stinker's Bad Movie Awards, which apparently is a real award ceremony. Right. Which you win? A rotten apple? (laughs) I actually saw the trophy. It's basically this miniature toilet with like a film reel coming out of it. Oh. That's actually really offensive. The only recipient of an award for The Grinch was Taylor Momsen. Mm. She won Worst Supporting Actress, Worst Song or Song Performance, and Worst On-Screen Hairstyle. I'm sorry. How old is she in this? Like eight. She's eight years old. She's so cute. And that hairstyle... Iconic! I know, honestly, these people just hate women. Or in this case, little girls. Ugh. So rude! We'll not be going to that award ceremony. No. I don't think we'd ever be invited, but I'm glad. <laughs> Honey, you want to go to the Stinker Award? Go down to my bathroom. <laughs> Dead city, bitch. Did you say that on a Okay, so let's go into best supporting character. I'm excited for this one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a great place to start. I want to talk about Baby Grinch. So you first see the Baby Grinch when he floats down from the sky in a little bassinet. His bassinet kind of knocks another kid's off course. And then the Grinch kind of takes his place almost. I'm like, where's that poor boy? And also, where was the Grinch meant to be going? Yeah. Baby Grinch, so cute. Baby Yoda wishes, you know? (laughs) He's just adorable. Santa, (laughs) bye-bye. Baby Grinch, he was really cute. And Clarnella really looked after him so well. Oh, until he, you know. Oh, yeah, he ran away and then they were like, Someone yeah. else's problem. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, mother of the year. Gone? Uh. Yeah, Baby Grinch is so sweet. And I really like him when he's eight years old as well. Yeah, he's really cute then as well. Hopefully you didn't learn to shave from him though. Oh God, no. I should have probably started shaving earlier than I did, but I felt like I was too young. And so what I did when I started to grow a moustache and I didn't want a moustache because I was like at secondary school, I tried bleaching it, um, but it turned orange. <laughs> so I wouldn't recommend. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he's really cute. He hates Christmas, but do you know what? Fine. Cute in that uniform. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know who else was? Well, I was going to say cute, but... Eh. <laughs> It's the young mayor in that flashback scene. Oh my goodness. Little baby Augustus. Baby Augustus. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, why was he giving baby Grinch a hard time? He looks like Bruce from Matilda. <laughs> I'm not casting shade on Bruce from Matilda. He's a legend. Yeah, and have you seen him nowadays? No. You can get it. Really? I love him. He's he's really cute. He was cute. Little hair. Yeah, that side part. Ben from A1 got his inspo from Chubby Mare Augustus. <laughs> Chubby? You heard it Exclusive! <laughs> Another character in this film who we see pretty fairly early on, well, mm. actually, right at the beginning of the film, is Christina Hooterberry, Drew Lou Who's 
girlfriend. Right. Um, so Cindy Lou's brother, basically. Yeah. Um, and you know, at the beginning, like, they're like, oh, you're scared of the Grinch. Or you think the Grinch is up here. Da, da, da. And they're like climbing up the mountain, which looks freezing, by the way. Freezing and like very dangerous. I know. That is a curved mountain. <laughs> um, but yeah, Christina Hooterberry, she's like, touch the door, touch the door. Do it for me, Stu. She's one of those girlfriends that is just like, gets what she wants. Kind yeah, of she is like the ultimate manipulator to get a guy to do whatever she wants. Yeah. And honestly, respect on that. And she has great plaits. <laughs> and the longest eyelashes I've seen since reviewing The Emperor's New Groove. Next time I get LVL, give me the Christina Hooterberry. <laughs> yeah, and she has a great pink scarf and a matching jumper. Love a bit of coordination. Stulu Who, on the other hand. Ugly. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, beast. Right, you know who is cute? Max the dog. Oh, Max is really sweet. Max is an amazing supporting character. And he bloody loves Christmas. Did you clock in the final scene? Everyone's having Christmas lunch together. Cindy Lou serves Max green eggs and ham, which is a kind of nod to the cat in the hat. Do you know what is a hilarious story about you? Oh, God. (laughs) The time you told me that when you were younger, you told a kid in your class that you were the kid from the cat in the hat. Yes, a girl in my in the choir. She waited for it to come up in the credits. But what did it say? Chubby boy number one. Hey! You shaded yourself. Oh my god. Oh my god. That is so funny. So I'm thinking that we award best supporting character to, I mean, this character doesn't even have any dialogue, but it's just so iconic that they need this award. It's the white fluffy cat that gets stuck in the Grinch's hose. Not a euphemism. (laughs) (laughs) So if you remember the scene, the Grinch has got this massive hose and he's stuck down a chimney to suck up all the presents the christmas tree everything yeah. on christmas eve so that all the people in whoville are just left you know with an empty house and the hose accidentally sucks up this like sleeping white fluffy cat who's like <laughs> and goes and then the machine gets stuck and the grinch is like what's all this and he um opens up the machine and the cat jumps out onto his face and is like And then in another scene, the Grinch is in a different house and he's clearing all the kitchen and opening all the kitchen cabinets to steal all their food. Mm. And he opens up one double cabinet and the same white cat jumps out the cabinet onto his face again. It's like, how did it get there? (laughs) It's just so amazing. I think for that reason, it deserves best supporting character. Definitely. I'm more of a dog person, but when it comes to the Grinch, you have to be a cat person. Yeah, pussy all the way. <laughs> pussy Riot! <laughs> That's Taylor Momsen's new band. <laughs> <laughs> 
We're delighted to say that our gift card and gift wrap collaboration with the amazing British illustrator Zoe Spry has done so well. We've designed some Christmas versions for you. So if you go to zoespry.com, that's Z-O-E-S-P-R-Y.com. We've got Christmas cards. We've got notebooks that are perfect for stocking fillers. We've got Christmas wrapping paper. Honestly, this collection is incredible. Check it out now worldwide shipping and if you're quick enough it will get to you before christmas so enjoy hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. the Grinch. Now we're going to do most iconic outfit. It kind of hurt my face. (laughs) The wind's going to change and your face is going to stay like that. Okay, well, now that we're kind of doing the Grinch voice, why don't we actually talk about the Grinch costume? Because that was a bit of a palaver for Jim Carrey. Oh, Jim Carrey. Mm -hmm. He spent 92 days in Grinch makeup. And he thought it was absolute hell. He actually sought counselling from a CIA agent who taught him torture resistance techniques because... He felt like he was being suffocated inside this costume and the prosthetics and everything else. Do you know what, Jim Carrey? You got like $20 million to do this film, so you can be in that suit. Yeah, suck it up, rubber. (laughs) But no, the outfit was incredible. And I'm sorry, but the Grinch has got junk in the trunk. His butt was huge. Like, Kim K wishes. (laughs) Yeah, so Jim Carrey's Grinch outfit, if you're wondering, like, what? on earth it was made out of it was a spandex suit Mm -hmm. um with yak hair 
Oh. Like sewn onto it, and which was obviously dyed green because you don't get green. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Those famous Peruvian green yaks. Yeah. And then one step beyond that, you've got the scene where the Grinch goes out in a disguise. <gasps> so if you think about it, it's so meta. It's Jim Carrey in a costume wearing another costume. Oh, my God. Now, if that isn't claustrophobia, I don't know what is. <laughs> Oh, my life. And also, it's a terrifying scene. Well, he's wearing this kind of big, thick brown cloak mm. with a big hood. And this, like, rubber... It's supposed to look like a Whoville person, right? Yeah. I, th- I think it looks like something you would get in a fancy dress shop. It looks terrifying. I know. So, um... And then there's that scene where it just drops on the floor because him and Max are, like, hiding in the corner from Cindy Lou when they first meet. Yeah. And she's just looking at it like, huh? <laughs> yeah absolutely terrifying the Grinch loves to put something over his face when he was young obviously and he has like his shaving accident yeah he puts that bag over his face with holes in and I feel like that's the first time I've ever seen someone do that really yeah it's kind of cute you know yeah it was really cute bag on your head now did you know the jewels in Martha May's hair when she's explaining the Grinch's backstory to Cindy Lou the jewels are taken from the tree topper that the young Grinch made for her back in the classroom. Oh, so she did always really like him. Yeah, she held on to it and she kind of always had that, which is so cute. Now, the Grinch also loves getting in costume. Mm-hmm. We are blessed with the Grinch in a kind of like brown lederhosen with like flower detailing. Yeah. Now, I was in Berlin a few weeks ago. I wish I'd packed one of those. <laughs> I would have got all the Damon. <laughs> What's Damon? Girls. Oh. <laughs> Darman. Oh, oh Dom. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> you know, there was a restaurant I went to and the toilets were like hair or Darman. And I was yeah. like, I, oh, this could go either way. <laughs> like, no, there were no long- pictures. Oh, there were no pictures. Yeah, it was literally all it said was hair the word. Darman. Yeah. Uh. Uh. But he looked great. He had, yeah, that kind of tan lederhose in. He was wearing these white socks and like very smart black shoes. Yeah. And then they shove a Christmas jumper on top of him. That was great. I love a tacky Christmas jumper. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they sell those. They should. 100%. That would win a few office Christmas party competitions. Oh my God, that would be amazing. Yeah. I also love the Grinch when he's just relaxing at home. He chooses to wear this black, silky, sheer fishnet robe. Mm. it's amazing it's giving sheer (laughs) it reminded me of that episode of girls where lena dunham's character is out clubbing wearing like a mesh vest and literally nothing else underneath and her boobs are just like flopping out it's actually quite distressing (laughs) thinking about it but it really reminded me of that now when i look at a picture of cindy lou it kind of reminds me of you know oh this year at christmas i'm gonna be low-key and then You show a picture of Cindy Lou and it's like, oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, I I am a big fan of like a beige sequin. I really like like a cute puff sleeve top. Yeah. I'm going to channel some Cindy Lou oh 2021. She is the most extra eight-year-old I think I've ever seen. Yeah. She turns looks like in every scene. Even the scene where the Grinch wraps her in wrapping paper. She looked great in that. She weirdly pulled it off. (laughs) She has lovely pink pajamas when she's going to check the Christmas presents under the tree. Yeah, it's like a really cute 
oversized white collar with pom-poms. And obviously we can't forget... Oh, I forgot. Um, her hubilation outfit. Yes. So, you know, it's when they're deciding who's going to be cheermeister. And she's got like this gorgeous little red dress on. And on her headband, she's got like a cup of eggnog with like a candy cane hanging out of the cup. Yeah. And apparently that was real eggnog. Cut the attention to detail in this film. Every year I ask the same question. What the heck is eggnog? What is eggnog? Like, literally, what is it? Can we Google? Sorry, Americans. Just, like, bear with us for, like, five minutes. I wouldn't know. It's just not really a thing in the UK, is it? No. So, eggnog, historically also known as milk punch, is a rich, chilled, sweetened, dairy-based beverage. It's traditionally made with milk, cream, sugar, whipped egg whites, and egg yolks. Joking? Just raw egg. Yes. Mi- mixed in hot milk. That is disgusting. I sometimes cringe when I see like egg whites in an amaretto sour, but this is like full on egg yolk in a cup with a cinnamon stick coming out of it. Oh. That is grim. Just don't have the eggs in it. Well, then it's just called Nog. Nog. <laughs> it's just sugar, milk, and cream. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Ow, my heart. Oobalations. But, of course, there's only one fashionista in this film, and she goes by the name of Martha May. Martha, may you please lend us your outfits? Because they're really nice. They are amazing. So we're introduced to Martha when she is first seen putting Christmas lights on her house. Mm -hmm. And she is wearing the most incredible Santa mama (laughs) outfit. Yeah. It's like the classic red jacket with the white fur and the black belt. But like her waist is cinched. The jacket kind of turns into a skirt. She's wearing like red leggings. Ah, she just looks so elegant. She's got a little bit of cleave out, you know? Yeah. And some simple white pearls as well. She is so hot. Yeah. Go Martha. My favorite Martha May outfit is right at the end when she kind of confesses her love for the Grinch and and returns the engagement ring back to the mayor. Oh, yeah. She is just wearing the most extra light blue silk robe with like massive white fluffy cuffs and lining. I'm such a girl for a satin robe. It's very much one of those, what's that officer? My husband died in mysterious circumstances and left all his money to me. Oh, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. it does look a bit like that. Very that. Who's that girl? Am I right? I just told you, it's Martha May. (laughs) (laughs) So next, let's talk about best musical moment. And I think we should start off with the Hubilation chant. Hubilation plentiful with candy canes and pies. I can't wait to get there to eat some Google fries. Hubilation, Hubilation, huh? (laughs) (laughs) I've been practicing. Can't you tell? (laughs) That was amazing. Oh, thank you. Okay, so we need to talk about you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. With this coat and this hat, I'll look just like St. Nick. (laughs) That was amazing, but that's not true. You're actually blonde. (laughs) That was funnier in my head. (laughs) 
But yes, I really like the lyrics to this song. You're a banana with a greasy black peel. Well done. You've put me off bananas for life now. I, I hate it when bananas go black Ugh. or go, I get those brown spots. That's a great song. Everyone in the world knows it. There's been like a million covers and it's just a staple at any Christmas party. But you know what is a bit of an underrated bop? What? welcome Christmas come <laughs> Please ring my doorbell on Christmas Eve and sing that to me. Yes. I'll be holding hands with no one but swinging. Side okay, we side. Can, you can do that before we go to the pub or something. All right. <laughs> and they're all singing it around the Christmas tree in the last scene and it's so sweet. And then the camera kind of pans to the Grinch and he's like, Blah, 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 because obviously he doesn't know the words. <laughs> That's me after 10 nogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, there's no alcohol in eggnog. Oh, yeah, no, you can. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there is this song in The Grinch. I'm not actually, this is kind of bad. I don't actually know the real name for it, and I think it's TikTok. But it's, you know, when he's like, he can hear the, the carolers down in Whoville. Because they're counting down till Christmas Day. Yes, because they've got the big Christmas clock. Yeah. Um, and the Grinch is lying in bed and he's saying, Tick tock, tick tock, counting down the Christmas clock. Oh, young, big, small, rah, blast this Christmas music. It's joyful and triumphant. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a bop. Yeah. yeah, we'll give it that. Yeah, I think 2000, that could have got number one on top of the pops. Yeah, yeah. Oh, on top of the pops. R.I.P. But we have to award Best Musical Moment to possibly the sweetest song I've ever heard in a Christmas film. Where Are You Christmas? Oh, where are you Christmas? Why can't I find you? How does she sing with those veneers? Well, okay, this is what I need to talk about. Those vocals were weak, honey. They were, so, they, she was a bit shit, wasn't she? And was she? she like, it was she's cute. She's eight she years can't... old. So like, we'll give her a pass. But those vocals were not great. Why would they not like fix it in post-production? <laughs> because it's supposed to probably just sound like a cute little eight-year-old just singing. Ugh, I just got that right. <laughs> Did you know that that song was co-written by the Queen of Christmas herself, Mariah Carey? Oh, boy. And in the closing credits, it was performed by Faith Hill. Wow. I love Faith Hill. So, yeah, if you want to sing that, all you have to do is, like, get some Clementine segments. (laughs) Just put them in your top lip and go, where are you, Christmas? You know? Yeah. She's like, my world is I'm rearranging. Is it a song about puberty? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my nose is coming in. (laughs) I'm a real (laughs) who. The only other song that might be on par with that is When Christmas Comes Around in the Polar Express. But a certain podcast co-host won't let us review the Polar Express. (laughs) Oh, choking on your lies. Got it. <laughs> 2022, we might have to do the Polar Express. Well, look, the amount of DMs we received since I mentioned it in we our... We've received 
five DMs. No, there at is least hundreds, five. There is hundreds of thousands of people who listen to our podcast. Yeah, but and five people DM'd us to yeah. say, I'm a Polar Express fan. Not hating. Yeah, good. It's a brilliant <laughs> film. And okay, maybe it was at least five people who DM'd us, but so many more people would have thought it and not bothered to DM me. So <laughs> I'll see you in 2022. Where are you, new co-host? Hey! <laughs> Okay, so now we're going to do best quotes. And I'd like to start by saying that the Grinch, well, Jim Carrey, based his voice for the Grinch off Sean Connery. I can totally hear that. Yeah. It's just kind of talking out the side of your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I think we should start with, you have no messages. I'd better check the outgoing. If you utter so much as one syllable, I'll hunt you down and gut you like a fish. If you'd like to fax me, press the star key. (laughs) Oh, well. <laughs> I'm so sorry if that hurt you. Oh, my goodness. That definitely hurt my esophagus. <laughs> Takes a toll. Don't worry. We'll wash it down with some delicious eggnog. Oh, oh Obi. <laughs> noggy. Noggy, noggy, noggy. Oi, oi, oi. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to throw it back to when the Grinch was eight years old and he is attempting to make a tree topper angel for Martha May. And you see him in his house and he tips over an entire drawer of silverware and he goes, whoopsie. <laughs> and he's like, what a lovely family heirloom. And then the next scene you see him like hammering it <laughs> into pieces. I don't know. I just really like the whoopsie. It's cute. I like it. Obviously the scene when we're seeing when the baby Grinch arrives and then you've got this one like who father who opens the door and he's like, hey, honey, our baby's here. He looks just like your boss. (laughs) Oh, that's an awkward conversation. (laughs) There's another thing that the Grinch says that's really funny and it includes Sir Anthony Hopkins, the narrator. Oh, yeah. Who's like, so whatever the reason, his heart or his shoes, he stood outside his cave hating the who's. Alphabetically, Advaki and Abernizer who, I hate you. Aaron B. Benson who, I hate you. Hate, 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 double hate, loathe entirely. <laughs> God, you've got to be really bitter to literally read out a phone book and just say I hate you to each one. I can't believe we used to have phone books. No. I mean, I, we, I don't think we were of the age to be using them i just used it to reach a shelf yeah <laughs> mom can i grab this knife <laughs> <laughs> i love when the grinch is looking through people's garbage and he's like it's amazing what some people throw away another man's hazardous waste is another man's potpourri and then max barks and the grinch replies i don't know some kind of soap <laughs> What's the point of potpourri? I don't get it. Just dried flowers. Yeah, but like just put an airwick in in your plug. Just a, like a candle. Yeah, potpourri. It's a bit old lady. Yeah. You turned me on to... Well, you turn me on always. <laughs> but you. you turned me on to method anti-back cleaning spray with the rhubarb flavor. Yeah. Not spawn, but if they're interested, I will lick that toilet now <laughs> because of that rhubarb. It's 99.9% clean as well. Oh, good. Yeah, 
phone. Um, <laughs> Lulu Who, he says something really funny. Yeah. He's like, let's see, we've got a monkle for your uncle, a fan for your aunt, and a fan pa for your cousin Leon. <laughs> Come on, Lulu. What's grandpa getting? Punch in the face. <laughs> I always wanted an nose job. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, give me Martha May's doctor's number because she has a fantastic one. <laughs> oh, speaking of Martha May, when um, Cindy Lou is interviewing her to kind of find out a little bit more information on the Grinch, that is hilarious. Oh my god. So good. So she's reminiscing of the story about her being in the same class as the Grinch and, you know, he made her the tree topper, etc. And in the flashback, you see young Martha May say, you know, Christmas is my favorite time of the year. I love the colors, red and green. And she like strokes his face. And then it cuts back to present day Martha May. And what does she say? Did I have a crush on the Grinch? <laughs> Of course not. And then Cindy Lou goes, uh, I didn't ask you that. <laughs> and she's just like, oh. All right. <laughs> so good. She actually says something else that is so funny. It's when Mayor Augustus Mayhew and Hubris and Martha May and, and they're like, the anger, the fury, the muscles. <laughs> I mean, does he have muscles? I mean, he can hold up a whole sleigh on that <gasps> mountain. Right. He's like Pippi Longstocking. I don't get that reference. <laughs> she can lift anything. Oh. Yeah. With her hair? No, with her hands. Oh, why? She's just like the strongest girl in the world. I she need... can literally lift anything. Ooh. I need to read up on this, Pippi. <laughs> the who's young and old would sit down to a feast and they'll feast and they'll feast and they'll feast, 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 feast. They'll eat their who pudding, rare who roast beef, but that's something I just cannot stand in the least. Oh no, I'm speaking in rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> I love when he breaks the fourth wall. Yes. That's hilarious. Well done, Ron Howard. But we need to award best quote to, I mean, it's obviously going to be the Grinch mm-hmm. because Jim Carrey just has the most amazing lines. And some of them are improvised, including this one. So I think it's even more amazing. He's contemplating going down to the hubilation in the town. And he's kind of going back and forth. And he says to himself, even if I want to go, my schedule won't allow it. Four o'clock, wallow in self-pity. Four thirty. Stare into the abyss. Five o'clock. Solve world hunger. Tell no one. Five thirty. Jazzercise. Six thirty. Dinner with me. I can't cancel that again. (laughs) (laughs) And that was improvised. It's amazing. Yeah, so funny. And then, of course, the rest of that script is seven o'clock. Can we discuss? (gasps) (gasps) We're late. Okay, can we discuss this? It's such a small, insignificant point, but I always think about it whenever I watch The Grinch. If Whoville is inside a snowflake, because you know at the beginning of the film it zooms right in, Mm. what happens when that snowflake melts? Mm. What happens to Whoville? Um, Like, genocide. (laughs) Worst Christmas ever. It becomes Whatville. (laughs) I'd be like, ah! (laughs) And then it lands on someone's tongue and they're like... The first snowflake of the season. Oh, la, la, la. <laughs> Every time you eat a snowflake, you're eating an entire village. Yeah. I like the way it tastes. <laughs> and here's something else about Whoville. I mean, very wholesome people, right? They just love Christmas. They love singing. They love dressing up. Yeah, la, la, la. Mm. Upon rewatching this film as an adult, mm. 
there are a lot of mature themes that are kind of hinted at but never explicitly spoken about so like you mentioned there's that baby that lands and the the dad is like oh our baby's here but oh it looks just like your boss like right we're talking about cheating cool (laughs) then of course when baby Grinch lands in a tree and he's facing a Christmas house party he's looking at a load of people putting in their car keys into a fishbowl and that is and I'm not talking from experience (laughs) that is synonymous with swinger parties where like you'll put in your car keys and then they'll grab two keys and whoever keys they are have to like get with each other. Like what? And you're subjecting a baby to watching that all night because the narration's like, oh, we didn't find him until the morning. That's why he ran to the mountain, really. He did a bit of therapy and was like, where did this all stem from? Oh. Watching who's have sex yeah. with their noses. Who's who? Like literally. <laughs> Eskimo kisses times a thousand. (laughs) (laughs) And he chose the mountain because he's like, ah, no cars can drive up here. So I don't have to see any keys. (laughs) It all makes sense. (laughs) Honestly, the clues were there from the beginning. Oh, and of course, at the Hubilation, the Grinch grabs that mistletoe and he's like, oh, look, you know, kiss the mistletoe. But then he puts it by his butt and he's like, kiss this. And everyone's like, ah! (laughs) Except Martha May, who's like, ooh. (laughs) <laughs> and everyone who was at that party our little boys all grown up <laughs> <laughs> the Grinch also has a strange diet okay he eats glass for one mm-hmm. like he's munches on like green bottles yeah and in the first scene he eats a raw onion ugh I mean, a raw onion is the least of his worries when he's eating glass, old banana peels, red hot glowing bolt that he just puts in his mouth and he's like, (sighs) yeah, he's got like blenders in his lair and there's just bolts. Yeah, that's just his breakfast, lunch and dinner. Oh my God. What's up with that? Yeah, have spinach. That's where you get iron from usually. (laughs) Yeah, that's never really explained, is it? Kind of what he is and why he's happy eating that. Do you think he eats that stuff because that's all that's available for him in the mountain? Like, if he was, you know, at home, he'd be eating roast chicken and everything else. I think so, but he is green, so which makes me think that he's like a monster and just his little cradle. Yeah. Who, of course. Yeah. And then he ended up in yeah. Whoville world, you know? Yeah. So maybe, you know, people where he is from eat crazy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Get your spanners. <laughs> Who will buy my rusty spanners? <laughs> I'll have five for these bananas. Sludgy, of course. They went off on Tuesday. <laughs> unripe. Apples unripe. <laughs> you know, you know Oliver? Yeah. I was about to say, you know Oscar? That's not it! <laughs> Okay, let's talk about trivia. So, what does the Grinch's doormat say? Buzz off. Well, that worked out nicely. Yes. Woohoo! Ow! <laughs> One spanner for you. <laughs> oh, my tooth! <laughs> That's why they all have veneers. <laughs> because in the past, they used to eat spanners. Oh my god, we cracked it! Just like their teeth! <laughs> Okay. All right. Here's my first question to you. Mm -hmm. What does the Grinch put in people's pigeonholes at the post office? He puts in jury duty and tax bills. Yes. Well, that worked out nicely. Naughty Mr. Grinch. I was actually asked to go on, um, but I had diarrhea. (laughs) So they sent me home. 
Uh, oh my god, what a great hack yeah. to get off jury duty. Yeah. Do you uh, find the defendant guilty or not guilty? <laughs> Send him to the chair. Uh, okay, so Cindy Lou Who says to Santa, who's mm. really the Grinch, don't forget the Grinch. I know he's mean and hairy and smelly. His hands might be cold and clammy, but I think he's actually kind of what? Sweet. Well, that worked out nicely. Sweet. Aww. Okay, so when the Grinch is trying to drown out the Hubilation song, mm. can you tell me three things he does to make noise and to kind of distract himself so he turns on the bolt blenders yeah he gets some symbols and like crashes his head between it yes oh gosh what else oh yeah and then he does some drilling yes <laughs> well that worked out nicely jumps on a driller he's like I, 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 I. <laughs> this is another one about cindy cindy lou who asks santa what the meaning of christmas is do you know what the Grinch replies? Yes. He pokes his head through the tree and he goes, Vengeance! I mean, presents. <laughs> yes! Well, that worked out nicely. That's a great scene. <laughs> you wouldn't buy that, would you? I'd be like, Santa, you don't have green hands. Yeah, literally, your face is green. And like, she's met the Grinch many times at this yeah. point. I don't know. Mm. Mm. Okay, here's my next one for you. Can you name the Christmas cheermeister's responsibilities? So these are all the things that the Grinch has to do now that he's been awarded that, that title. <gasps> Sit on the cheermeister chair. Yes. Does he have to wear a robe? Oh, maybe you need a timeout. No. Oh, I don't know. Cut me out of my misery. <laughs> he's got to do a lot of different tastings uh. taste judging so he has to do a pudding tasting a fruit cake tasting he has to be a fudge judge which right. honestly best job in the world <laughs> he has to do a sack race and he wins against all the kids and right. he's like ah in your face and my favorite he has to lead the conga hey okay so my next question in the scene when the grinch arrives in the post office yeah. you know and he realizes that cindy lou's in there yeah and then he's like on the ceiling isn't he up there with max yeah and then max sneezes which is what gives it away that they're there what does the grinch reply when max sneezes did he say gesundheit well that worked out nicely yes yay <laughs> good goes to berlin once and suddenly fluent in, in german gets lederhosen <laughs> honey, I wish I got Lederhosen. Uh, maybe that's why they're called Lederhosen. Because, honey, no one's letting you in those hosen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my fourth question to you. What does the Grinch do to, in his words, get rid of those pesky memories? Hit his head with a frying pan? Oh. I'm going to give it to you. It's with a hammer. Well, that worked out nicely. You're like, you think he's going to do something profound and he just hits himself in the head. <laughs> now time to get rid of those pesky memories. Where's the spanner? I know. You will <laughs> buy my rusty spare. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> I have bought this rusty hammer. <laughs> when the Grinch admits that he is the Grinch that stole Christmas and he's sorry, he says... Aren't you going to cuff me? Put me in a chokehold? And then what's the final one? Oh, gosh. Throw away the key? Oh, maybe you need a timeout. No. Blind me with pepper spray. Oh. 
I see. Ow. 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 Okay, my last question to you. Can you tell me how the Grinch travels between his house on the mountain and the center of Whoville? He falls in a bin. Well, that worked out nicely. <laughs> I mean, that looks like the most fun riding down that chute. Right? Doesn't make sense when he's going from Whoville up. <laughs> it would be fun if it wasn't like drenched in like bin juice. Ugh. Whoville by <laughs> this cup of bin juice. <laughs> no one in their right mind. Except for the Grinch. <laughs> well, do you know what? What? I'm really glad we've discussed the Grinch. Jim Carrey doing what he does best. So many good costumes, so many good characters, so much lovely rhyming. The Grinch, perfect. Absolutely love this. <laughs> but you know what's even more perfect? A Christmas collaboration with Zoe Spray. I think that the Who's would love this design collaboration we've done. Well, listen, they love gift wrap. And boy, do we have gift wrap. True. We have Home Alone designs. We have Elf designs. We have Mean Girls Christmas design. We have Princess Diaries Christmas designs. It's amazing. And also we have notebooks with really amazing designs based on our favorite nostalgic movies. They are super affordable and they're available worldwide. Literally, you can live anywhere. So if you live in a snowflake, you're in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Zoe gets an email like snowflake one 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 zero two one zero one one in the North Pole. Yeah, on Eleanor's arm. <laughs> Zoe's like, sorry, I'm just gonna pop this in your elbow. <laughs> if your heart has grown two sizes bigger, <laughs> like the Grinch, um, after listening to this podcast, well, we would love it if you left us a five star review on Apple. And if you write us a really good review, we will send you a rusty spanner. (laughs) (laughs) Who will win this rusty spanner? And if that isn't an incentive, then I don't know what is. Right. Now, Em, I think we're late for the Christmas Cheermeister Award. Oh my God, it's 13th of December. (laughs) We are late. Well, we've got to jump in that bin. Are we going to fit in that waste paper bin by your bed? You go first. I'll follow. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.